In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Peace be with you. Welcome to today's edition of Pointing to the Saviour of the World with Patrick Tufu on this second Sunday of Lent, feast day of Saint Patrick, Bishop. O Lord, open our lips and we shall praise your name. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Christ the Lord was tempted and suffered for us. Come, let us adore him. Come, let us rejoice in the Lord. Let us acclaim God our salvation. Let us come before him proclaiming our thanks let us acclaim him with songs for the lord is a great god a king above all gods for he holds the depths of the earth in his hands and the peaks of the mountains are his for the sea is his he made it and his hands formed the dry land. Come, let us worship and bow down. Bend the knee before the Lord who made us. For he himself is our God and we are his flock, the sheep that follow his hand. If only today you would listen to his voice, do not harden your hearts as you did at Meribah on the day of Massa in the desert. When your fathers tested me, they put me to the test, although they had seen my works. For forty years they wearied me, that generation, I said, their hearts are wandering, they do not know my paths. I swore in my anger, they will never enter my place of rest. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Christ the Lord was tempted and suffered for us. Come, 
let us adore him. A reading from the book of Genesis. Taking Abram outside, the Lord said, Look up to heaven and count the stars if you can. Such will be your descendants, he told him. Abram put his faith in the Lord, who counted this as making him justified. I am the Lord, he said to him, who brought you out of Ur of the Chaldeans to make you heir to this land. My Lord, Abram replied, how am I to know that I shall inherit it? He said to him, Get me a three-year-old heifer, a three-year-old goat, a three-year-old ram, a turtle dove, and a young pigeon. He brought him all these, cut them in half, and put half on one side and half facing it on the other. But the birds he did not cut in half. Birds of prey came down on the carcasses, but Abram drove them off. When the sun had set and darkness had fallen, there appeared a smoking furnace and a firebrand that went between the halves. That day, the Lord made a covenant with Abram in these terms. To your descendants I give this land, from the wadi of Egypt to the great river. The Word of the Lord The Lord is my light and my help. The Lord is my light and my help. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Before whom shall I shrink? The Lord is my light and my help. O Lord, hear my voice when I call. Have mercy and answer. Of you my heart has spoken. Seek his face. The Lord is my light and my help. It is your face, O Lord, that I seek. Hide not your face. Dismiss not your servant in anger. You have been my help. The Lord is my light and my help. I am sure I shall see the Lord's goodness in the land of the living. Hope in him, hold firm and take heart, hope in the Lord. The Lord is my light 
and my help. A reading from the letter of Saint Paul to the Philippians. For us, our homeland is in heaven, and from heaven comes the Savior we are waiting for, the Lord Jesus Christ, and He will transfigure these wretched bodies of ours into copies of His glorious body. He will do that by the same power with which he can subdue the whole universe. So then, my brothers and dear friends, do not give way, but remain faithful in the Lord. I miss you very much, dear friends. You are my joy and my crown. Glory and praise to you, O Christ. From the bright cloud, the Father's voice was heard. This is my Son, the Beloved. Listen to him. Glory and praise to you, O Christ. A reading from the Holy Gospel, according to Luke. Jesus took with him Peter and John and James, and went up the mountain to pray. As he prayed. The aspect of his face was changed, and his clothing became brilliant as lightning. Suddenly, there were two men there talking to him. They were Moses and Elijah, appearing in glory, and they were speaking of his passing, which he was to accomplish in Jerusalem. Peter and his companions were heavy with sleep, but they kept awake and saw his glory and the two men standing with him. As these were leaving him, Peter said to Jesus, "Master, it is wonderful for us to be here. So let us make three tents, one for you." One for Moses and one for Elijah. He did not know what he was saying. As he spoke, a cloud came and covered them with shadow. And when they went into the cloud, the disciples were afraid. And a voice came from the cloud saying, "This is my son, the chosen one. Listen to him." And after the voice had spoken, Jesus was found alone. The disciples kept silence, and at that time, 
told no one what they had seen. The Gospel of the Lord. Reflections from today's Gospel reading. Peter said to Jesus, Master, it is wonderful for us to be here. So let us make three tents, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. Peter was excited, perhaps beyond any excitement he had experienced before. In fact, to say he was excited is most certainly an understatement. It may be more appropriate to say that he was overwhelmed. Why was this the case? Because he had just been given a very small glimpse of the glory and the splendor of God. This is the transfiguration. Jesus took Peter, James and John and they went up a high mountain together. These three apostles had no idea what was coming. Most likely, while on the way, they were complaining interiorly, wondering why they had to go up the mountain. But the mountain is a symbol of our upward journey to heaven. It takes focus and drive, commitment and resolve to go there, and it's an elevated place, a place away from the ordinary occurrences of life. So, they were on this difficult climb up the mountain and suddenly they stopped in shock and awe. They saw before their eyes Jesus changed in a glorious way. His clothing being whiter than any white they had ever seen. And Moses and Elijah, the great lawgiver and the great prophet, were there before them, conversing with 
Jesus. What an amazing sight to behold. But what was going on in Peter's head? What was he experiencing at the time? He was experiencing a small glimpse of the glory and the splendor of God. Jesus, who up until this moment had kept his divinity veiled, his divinity shone through brighter than anything this world could ever contain. And Peter, James and John did not know what to think. Peter cried out that he wanted to build three tents, one for Jesus, one for Moses and one for Elijah. For within that momentary experience, he experienced the desire to remain there forever. So, why did Jesus give these apostles this very brief experience of his glory? The answer is simple. Because they would need that taste of his goodness for the road ahead. They would need to forever remember what their final destiny was. They would need to hold this experience close as they endured the many crosses and sufferings ahead of them. And they would use this experience to remind themselves that whatever they had to endure on the journey up the mountain of life is worth it. Because on the summit is a glory so great that no hardship they would have to endure would ever prove to be too big. God wants to give that message to us through them. My dear brothers and sisters, he wants us to ponder this experience they had and he wants us to try to enter into it so that we too can willingly press on during the journey. Brothers and sisters, today we are called upon to reflect at the beginning of Lent, on the glory of God that makes the crosses we endure all worth it. Let us take advantage of this experience of Peter, James and John and try to make their experience our own. Let us be consoled by God's glory and never forget that this is the ultimate promise he gives to us all who press on on this journey of life into eternal glory. Let us reflect upon the contents 
of our reflections in the next few moments. Brothers and sisters, let us pray together. God the Father, creator of everything, Jesus, his Son, our brother, our saviour and redeemer, Holy Spirit of truth, our protector and our guide, may we be consoled by your glory and your splendour. May we believe in this glory and keep it ever in our minds and our hearts as we press on through the hardships and challenges we face. You travel the road ahead with us, and you will lead us on our journeys if we only trust in you. Jesus, Father, Holy Spirit, we do trust in your love and mercy for us and the whole world. Amen. Let us glorify God for his wealth of goodness and pray to him through Jesus Christ who is always living to intercede for us. Inflame our hearts with your love. God of mercy, help us to enrich this day with deeds of kindness. Let all people know by our actions that we are all one family. Inflame our hearts with your love. At the time of the flood, you saved Noah through the ark. Grant salvation through water to those preparing for baptism. Inflame our hearts with your love. May we never live by bread alone. Give us life by every word you speak. Inflame our hearts with your love. Help us to avoid all anger and dissension. Let us find joy in your peace and your love. Inflame our hearts with your love. Let us pray for those in need of our prayers and those who have no one to pray for them, those in difficulty, those in despair, those who are suffering in one form or another. Heavenly Father, you search their hearts 
You know their hearts. Grant them all that they need. Inflame our hearts with your love. We pray for the faithful departed. Eternal rest grant unto them, O Lord, and let perpetual light shine upon them. May they rest in peace. Amen. May their souls and the souls of all the faithful departed, through the mercy of God, rest in peace. Amen. Inflame our hearts with your love. In the silence of God's stillness, let us bring our own personal intentions to the feet of God the Father, God the Son and God the Holy Spirit. Let us ask Mary, our mother, to pray with us and for us, as we say, Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from all that is evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. Brothers and sisters, let us pray. God, our Father, you bid us listen to your Son, the well-beloved, Nourish our hearts on your word. Purify the eyes of our mind and fill us with joy at the vision of your glory. We make our prayer through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God for ever and ever. Amen. The Lord bless us and keep us from all evil and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Let us continue to bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, thank you for joining me today to listen to the Word of God. 
to reflect upon it and most importantly to praise and worship the Holy Trinity. We pray for the grace to practice what we've heard today in the gospel reading and the reflections. On the feast day of St. Patrick, I would like to thank God for the life of St. Patrick Bishop and for all those who bear this name, that they may take as their role model St. Patrick to bring love, care, and compassion to all around them. Happy Feast of St. Patrick's. Amen. We finish our prayers like we started, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. <laughs>